Hey, it's Arvid from the Mac. Um, check out my episode below um, and be able to listen to that to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be YouTube, uh, your Apple Music, or Apple Apple Podcasts. And yeah, check it out. Right on, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest. Mr. Arvin Garcia is in the building. How you doing, Arvin? Doing well, doing well. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, been on a, a little spring break, so I, I go back to work on Saturday, and I'm just like trying to enjoy the last couple of days. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, for the folks out there who don't know the flow of the show, uh, we do a little. We have some warm-up questions. Um, but before that, we do an icebreaker, which is a one-word spelling bee. I don't know if you you want to flex the skills or uh, if you, you can pass <laughs> if you'd like. So no worries. Um, and then yeah. after that, we jump into the to the main meat of the podcast where you choose a number between 1 and 34. I don't know if you've seen it because you said you were just looking at the document. But yeah. there's three levels to the questions. You seen it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so there's three levels, uh, easy, medium, hard, and we'll get the conversation rolling like that. Sound good to you, Arvin? Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. Uh, so my first question for you is, how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been, Arvin? Yeah, dude. Um, kind of hard. I mean, we're almost at like the end of like, you know, this pandemic and stuff. Um, you know, I know mental health has been like a big issue know like lacking social like just being around like people and stuff i'm definitely one of those people but it's getting better you know uh, a lot of self-reflection and stuff so yeah for sure man for sure i mean yeah do you think the end is near or is it uh, how soon do you think it'll be like talking to like my more like friends who are in the medical field i mean a lot of them say it's like not until like next year like mostly so like it's fully, fully back to normal like i mean by fall like we'll have like masks and stuff and i don't know if you've seen like there's like music festivals happening in the fall too i was gonna ask you that because they seem like they're they're ready <laughs> and they're selling tickets man and um people are getting hyped everyone's asking me are you going to this are you going to that and i'm like damn i didn't even know it was like it was like that already <laughs> Dude, yeah, like I still have a, I have a ticket to Outside Lines right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I'm like, it's about that, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Like, uh, like if they think it's comfortable, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm fully vaxxed right now, so I'm, I'm kind of like chill, and I don't have to worry about my family too much because most of them are vaxxed. So. I got you. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, what's up? No. But I know, like, a lot of other people, like, right now, like, you know, don't have that, like, luxury, too. So, I'm trying to respect that. Dude, I just got my first one this week. Uh, oh, you- yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it took me a long time. And I think, I, I, I believe I signed up on the day that I could. Because every time I checked, it was like, oh, you don't qualify. You don't qualify. No no appointments. And then all of a sudden, it's like, come whenever you want down to Oakland Coliseum. And that's where I, I had to drive over there. To, uh, to get vaccinated but yeah yeah it's uh wherever you can get it to I had an uncle who had to drive out to like Lathrop to like get Holy it shit. I don't think about Lathrop so yeah. yeah 
I, I, I didn't know you could just do that. <laughs> so some people were telling me you could just show up, and sometimes, it, like, depending who you're working with, they could be, you know, they don't want to turn you away. You out there getting the vaccine, so. Yeah, that's like a kind of weird, weird system right now. Like, I heard it's like, you know, sometimes it's more of like not what you do, but who you know. Which I'm like, come on, it's a vaccine, you know? But yeah. it, the reality of it sometimes. Cause it's like whoever got the access to knowledge and stuff so yeah no, i feel that um so my second question oh actually before we jump into more questions we gotta do the the spelling bee are you mm-hmm. down or you want to pass i, I can hang on, let me see <laughs> i feel like i've gotten progressively worse after college <laughs> so but i, I want to test it out so all right all right so um i mean you said you were in the medical field or not? No, no, no. I, uh, I, I graduated in political science and ethnic studies. So uh-huh. I did like a lot of like, I did a lot. Like I was interning with the office of uh, Assemblyman Rob Bonta during college and like. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And who's now attorney general, which is, you know. I saw that. I saw that. that. Filipinos. Um, and then also. I used to actually just finish the role of being a community organizer too. So I'm doing more creative stuff at this point. So. Oh, oh. Um, well, I asked because I thought you had mentioned it because this word is like from the medical field. <laughs> I'm on for show, not kidding. <laughs> I'll, 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 still, I'll still go. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but the word is epilepsy. Oh, A E. <laughs> How are you wrong? A. Um, e P I L E P S Y. Yes. Right? Got it. You got it. Congrats, yes. man. <laughs> Not wrong. Um, you're probably going to be the, the, the last person I use this word with. Um, yeah. and because too many people have gotten it right. I don't think it's challenging enough. I'm going to go with a little. Do you think you could spell esophagus? Because was, that was going to be the next choice. Oh. <laughs> you don't need to. I was just wondering if you felt like you could. But <laughs> nah, if I get it wrong, no shame. I'm uh, sorry, mom, again. Yeah, yeah. No, take, <laughs> take, the, take the win. All right. Uh, let's go. E. S. I'm gonna sign it out. O P H A G U S. Then one more time. I had to look it up just to be sure. E S O P H A G U S. You're right. You're right. Oh, I did. Yeah. You make them all proud right now. You hear them all? I got it. Um, for sure well thank you for participating uh, this means since you got it right that you'll become a, you'll get invited I don't know if you can make it I'm not sure how I'm gonna do it but I want to do, do a spelling bee with the folks that got uh, got their word right on the show so oh, we'll, see, we'll see if that works out down in the future um, but yeah yeah so we get oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. this is the, the struggle of doing stuff at home <laughs> uh, cat dad for sure <laughs> um, what's your cat's name oh uh her name is a wesker like wesker a, yeah like uh albert wesker from uh <laughs> resident evil <laughs> oh <laughs> for sure for sure i was like from where 
I was like, <laughs> that sounds hella unique, honestly. Yeah, because uh, like a lot of people like like from the top will think, oh, it rhymes with whisker. I'm like, nah, <laughs> that's not why. Like, that's yeah. far from it, <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, now we're on to the warm-up questions. Uh, the first question in in this block is, what would you like the audience to know about you? Um, dang. I don't know. I'm thinking. <laughs> I think that's an easy, hard question because I can go <laughs> in so many directions with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, I am. What am I? Like many words, multifaceted. I think that's a good word. Yeah, uh, that's a good word. Yeah, keep at that. Keep it simple. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> no worries. Multifaceted. Uh, my second question for you is: If someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? Mm, I always think about this too. This is one of the things I've been reflecting in, like the pandemic too, like. Um, Cause you know, like I mean, I feel like everyone at this point too might know, or like might know someone at least that knows someone that has passed away, you know, especially from COVID or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking like, what would I like want people to do if I were to die? Knock on wood. Knock on, <laughs> knock on wood. But I don't know. I I would want people to like. All right, this is going to be on record, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. <laughs> but I want people to, like, take a shot, like, at my funeral, you know? Just because it's, like, you know, like, I feel like I don't have to worry about, like, all the stresses of, you know, being alive, like, taxes and, like, the future and, like, everything that life brings. I mean, there's joys with life, too, but there's also, like, a lot of pain. And it's not, like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen after we die, you know? <laughs> like, for sure but i would want the people who are still there like in my memory to kind of like rejoice because you know at funerals like we connect with family members friends we haven't seen in a long time too so i I would rather think of it as like a turn up for people to celebrate my life by like connecting with each other and you know like if people like have beef with each other like that's the place to like squash it you know because life is short yeah no, I got you. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a great way to honor somebody is uh, squashing the beef. Hell yeah! Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I think about that too. Like how to make that occasion more joyous than it is like gloomy. You know, uh, yeah. because yeah, like I, I guess I'm putting it on record for myself as well. It's just like uh, yeah, don't I. I I, I don't want to be buried. I guess I'll be cremated. Oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting too much into it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically I want it to be joyous as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, like, I think I already cremated too. I think that's cheaper, right? <laughs> it is cheaper. And, you know, I got this idea of like being, my ashes being tossed in places that I, I came from, you know? And it's like, just put me back in the earth <laughs> in that way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like, you know, like cycles, cycles of life, and all that. Yeah, ancestors. I mean, eventually, like, you know, like in the coffin, like you rot. Like, eventually, so you might as well just like go into earth, like straight up, like you know. Exactly, and like less material. It's it's a yeah, it's an event that's not joyous, man. You you bringing people to be like sad (laughs) together, and 
yeah, that, for someone who who like who's who's seen once recently, it just made me really think about it. Like, wow, like we coming together, and I wish we had came together like this for like a birthday, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, no. Uh, to try to lighten the tone, um, <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? Oh, man, this is like some days it's a one, some days it's a ten. You know, it's like uh, I feel like mm, actually I'll say like a I'll say a seven to <laughs> an extent that I do know myself, but like at the same time like. I think the throughout life is like when you put into different situations, you learn how you react to things in different ways you may not have known before. So I feel like you just never know sometimes, but at the same time, there's a there's also a lot of personal like having that self like internal locus of control as well of like knowing who you are and holding those beliefs like to you. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the previous episodes, but normally for me, I, I say a five for the same exact reason. Like, um, at my highest of highs, I feel like I know myself the most. On my lowest of lows, I feel like I don't know myself at all. Uh, and, and those moments kind of fluctuate throughout life, depending on what stage I'm in and what's happening at the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it goes up and down. I feel that it's, uh, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of life too, you know? Like, cause I mean, if we knew everything, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah, no. And we will definitely, I think we'll get into that during the interview. Cause there's a lot of questions that kind of deal with balance. Um, but, uh, yeah, we made it to the, to the main portion of the interview. Feel free to choose a level and a number. Um, you could go all easy, all medium, mix it up. So it's, it's up to you. Uh, I'm gonna do like a small, medium, large. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. It only makes sense, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a like a hot ones. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, go for it, man. A uh, number between one and thirty-four. Oh, for the first question, I'll do. Uh, let's let's do ten. Ten. Yeah. What does a perfect day look like for you? Uh, and I mean, what's the perfect morning look like? A, a perfect afternoon and a perfect evening. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like waking up like at a good time, like kind of, <laughs> um, and just like feeling the love of like you know like. I feel I feel like I could be very hippie with this too. Be Yeah. Um, you just feel like it's like an indescribable feeling of just like of silence of like meditation and stuff and it's like you just feel like the day is going to be good and then throughout the day I'm just like it doesn't matter what I'm doing honestly but it's just more like the intentionality of like having a clear mind Um, maybe I'm like with friends with family and just like having like like really good communication with everyone so there's no miscommunication and understanding each other's needs and wants and boundaries so it's just like a good like a good time like throughout the whole like experience of like being with them mm-hmm. and 
just like, you know, maybe having a good dinner at like a bougie spot or something <laughs> to end the day. And fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a little, little just uh, I like I like food. I think I think in, in my budget, like if I look at my budget, like food's probably like the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I think that's for a lot of people, man. Because, like, what else are you spending money on? Uh, but I wanted to ask you, what is there a restaurant or a place that you would ha- cap, like, put in that perfect night to end that? Like, mm-hmm. one maybe you'd want to go to or, you know? Dude, I have multiple. Like, I just, like, <laughs> like, more, like, I thought of, like, right, the first one was, like, Hot Boys in Oakland. Uh, okay. Hot Boys. Um, there's also um, one Oakland. They get the bone marrow so far. Uh, Santung in San Francisco. They got the yep. fire like chicken wings, like in the Bay. No cap. But Santung for sure. Um, and well, those are the first three I thought of. So uh, yeah. the best wings in the Bay. That's uh, that's high. That's that's hard. I, I wonder what other people got got to say about that. Um, Ooh, yeah, well, that's that's a that's a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna cut that clip to to post out. So that's gonna be some, some content to see what people say. Uh, but cool. I was trying to think. There's another question. It, it was fleeting from my mind. My bad. Um, but uh, yeah. Before we jump into the next number, I actually have a couple curveballs. I don't know if you've seen that on the document either. Yeah, I saw a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, very, right. I'm very, I'm very like conversational too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's good. I mean, I, I, I could kind of tell with the flow. Um, so, this is a fill in the blank, and um, for you, fill in the blank. I'm too old to blank. I'm too old. And what am I too old for? <laughs> I'm too old to be drinking Captain Morgan. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Captain Morgan. Uh, I can't remember the last time I drank that. When's the last time you drank it? Dude, I don't know. Probably like some party like in college. I don't know. <laughs> Been a while. Did you used to drink the college beer too? Like. <laughs> oh yeah, the Bud Light. The. Yeah. Of course, I, I am too old. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe once in a while, but for sure not Captain Morgan. That's that's, that's off the plate for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, Captain Morgan is the rum. Yeah, yeah, it's the rum. I can't even remember what it tastes like anymore because I'm trying to yeah. recall it. But it, it must have been, I think, a college party. But uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> and that's that's on purpose because it was a college party. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Uh, what's your choice of drink now? Man, um, I don't know. I got some like Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker or Jameson. That's usually my go-to black barrel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Johnny Walker, J- Jameson. Yeah, I used to. I used to be a <laughs> back in college like a Hennessy dude. Right. Oh yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I is it is it the thing to grow out out of what Hennessy? You know, like. You, for me I think I could just taste the sugar more um, I'm, I'm more of a tequila drinker now mm. but, uh, that, was, yeah. that was the third alcohol I was drinking too like tequila as well 
it just hits it gets different when you're older oh no <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was my first first shot ever was a uh, was uh, what's that it's a uh, jose coseco Cuervo. Uh, yeah 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 jose Cuervo was the first first shots i took of uh, tequila and then now it just came back to me but um have you tried the kirkland dark anejo tequila i i, I believe so um I forgot how it tastes like though. I mean, tequila. I mean, I'm not gonna say tequila is all the same, but there's definitely a lot of different ones. But I don't remember. <laughs> I think that's a good sign, as long as it wasn't a bad experience, you know? Like, oh yeah, like you'll remember the ones that taste bad over the ones that was like okay. Oh, yeah, you for sure remember the ones like oh, I, the last thing I remember was taking a shot of that, and that's all I remember. <laughs> that's the bad experience, but no, it's I, don't, I just don't remember. Michelle. um what's it called i oh yeah i sorry i forgot to mention that you're the co-founder of anak clothing yeah. um tell me a little bit of that uh what's the story behind it oh yeah um so i guess like my own journey with that too like me i like pitched my homie one time like even before like the ideation of the brand of like hey it'd be cool if like we had like you know, uh, like it came from like the Travis Scott trend of like you know like the rap vintage tees too, of like old school ninety stuff and like what people like Filipino figures on it too. Um, and then like I was just like in the middle of like taking like uh, a complex, it's like the complex streetwear essentials class that they have they're having right now. Um, with Parsons School of Design and stuff, it's like a certificate course, and I, I found it very interesting, but also like a lot of stuff I could have like probably found on YouTube too. <laughs> Not yeah. gonna lie, but I had a certificate, but that kind of like made me like, oh, I'm gonna like start something just because. So like the whole vision behind the knock is just kind of like the nuances of uh, like the Filipino ex- experience in diaspora. So not very like um, in your face iconography of what it means to be Filipino, but more like if you know that TikTok trend right now, like um, how do you say you're something without saying you're something? That's yeah. kind of the direction like I'm trying to go with it. And I kind of like take a lot of like inspiration from like Clot, Staple, who are also founded by like Asian, um, you know, like trying to bridge like Asian identity in a more like tasteful and nuanced way rather than you know just like a lot of like in your face so kind of like the filipino version of that but it's been kind of like kind of like wavering too so i'm trying to like make a, a good balance of what i think of the brand and what also like the people want as well so yeah yeah i mean that's tough uh speaking from personal experience i I've tried to start a brand as well. I call it a project because I don't think I'm business-minded enough to, to call it a business. Uh, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. How long have you been at it? Uh, I started in, like, fall. Like, we, we kind of, like, had, like, the soft launch in September, too. Um, and, sure. yeah. Trying yeah. to just go up from here and see post-pandemic where we're going to go where do you what's your vision for it like where do you where do you want it to take you mm. um i think also like one of the other inspirations that made me start was like reading bobby hundreds this is not a t-shirt too um like that's a good read 
Um, but like, I only brought up the point of like, why does this shirt need to exist when there's so many other shirts right now too? Um, like the vision is, is it not just to like, you know, grow as a brand, but be able to like, um, I guess tell our story in a way that's like more relatable to people who are like non-Filipino too in a more communal sense as well so it's like how people will wear like um staple or like cloth too but also not necessarily like understand that's like kind of like the the meaning behind it is like to bridge kind of like the east with west um to to quote cloth on that um but be able to like connect through that culturally as well so let's be able to tell our story stories as filipinos in diaspora but also be able to like relate that to like everyone else, you know. So we can be that bridge. You you mentioned diaspora. Was that the, the term? Yeah. What's that mean again? It's like I mean it comes from like <laughs> I'm a, I'm a very history buff too. Like it comes from like um, when like the uh, Jewish people were like exiled from like Babylon and stuff or because of Babylon like no other people and but it's kind of like talking about like when people are um have to go away from like their home country or their like motherland and stuff um whether it be because of like political persecution economic opportunity or like necessity um in that fact um and going somewhere in the world to like um like basically not in their homeland anymore because of those reasons gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah uh, I had another guest who met, had mentioned it and then I wasn't sure you know I was kind of like too ashamed to ask because I felt like I should have known <laughs> but uh, yeah so I had I had to I ask now yeah, okay I'm very uh, <laughs> I read the hip hop um, it was like the Wu-Tang manual back in high school I don't know if you read that but it's a it's a it's a very like old school hip-hop theory that really isn't probably any statistical fact behind it okay <laughs> like even though it deals in percentages about like um like sharing knowledge is like basically the theory is like 85 percent of people like might not know something 10 percent of people or five percent of people do know something or do know the thing but don't share it and 10 percent of people have like the opportunity to um share with the 85 percent the knowledge i think to like share it's like an old school like hip-hop theory and stuff so i kind of like based my life around that growing up a little bit that's pretty dope i uh, haven't heard of the uh the wu-tang manual but i like yeah. that i'm glad we got that on uh on record so i could listen to it again um but or yeah it manual handbook wu-tang wu-tang handbook manual all right i mean that sounds dope i can't believe i didn't come across that um but let's jump into the next next question, next number. Um, go ahead, pick a little, oh, I guess medium now. Uh, yeah, number between one and 34. Uh, let's go with three. Three. What do you think society should prioritize to fix in the world? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm very, like, into, like, that type of, like, how do we solve like the institutional problems that pervade society and stuff? Because there's, there's just so many. There's just so many. Yeah, there, there's. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know where to start. Um, 
lot of it deals with just like well okay like i must say like a very like vanilla answer but not vanilla at the same time um like even though like there's so many like political theories of just like how to like solve the world and stuff like it i think at the core of it is just being able to love one another too <laughs> very biblical but yeah. at the same time too like there's a lot of discord in the world um because people um whether they're holding some type of like hurt which is valid um or like pain i think if we're able to like come to like can like eventual like um societal like consensus to just be able to love one each other more radically than ever before that like would be the first step to like solving like the inequities um like i say that <laughs> you, you brought like a political science <laughs> scholar oh yeah no doubt go for it go for it yeah it's like i i feel like um if you've heard of like restorative justice and radical love and all that stuff being able to um offer forgiveness and people to um learn the right or the to wrong their rights um but also hold them accountable at the same time um i think we'd be a much better society when we continue to love each other but also um be radical in it so it could be a tough love it could be like oh i got you bro like bro and stuff um yeah there's like a there's like a saying when everyone loves everyone heals interesting yeah 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 i mean yeah i mean that's what i believe you know no, no. Uh, the core of it and i can go into like i could spend like hours like going into like deeper like political theory but i think at the basis of it just being able to like understand each other and to love our enemies um, and understand them like a like a studio ghibli film there's no bad guys like there's no villains by like the end of it you just see where people come from oh man you're hyping yeah. it up for me because i don't think i've seen a studio leave a film yet so oh that's yeah interesting. yeah yeah now now i now i know what to expect like yeah. you know, just different perspectives that's sick um i was gonna ask you well we are gonna deep a little bit uh deeper into this question and you were talking about you know loving one another like mm-hmm. that we should prioritize that is it possible because i'm an optimist and you know i want to believe everyone can realize how much better it would be if we did care about each other more so than trying to take advantage and whatnot Um, but i also know that there is that balance right like how can we have the good without the bad like we have people who understand people who don't understand so is it possible or you know are we always just going to be going back and forth and i shouldn't try try to push that you know i don't know you let you tell me yeah i think there's a balance too um because i mean we're only able to love if we're receiving love and it's a cycle thing too i mean it's definitely like for example like when you debate someone who just you know when you just can't reach you do have to take a step back and like how can i love this person in a way that doesn't sacrifice my own love for them mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like i know especially with like filipino families too there's like a big problem you know with like you know um 
creating boundaries with like parent, like your immigrant parents and stuff, because they just grew up in a different society and like all these structures and like learning to like balance and create a relationship that works the best. Because you know, a lot of Filipino parents like you, you know, will have like a lot of disagreements and like you know this um, these different institutional ideas of like that are caused by like post-colonial psychology and stuff i read a lot <laughs> kind of so i'm gonna be going yeah I, go, go for it. feel free to like like if, if you don't know like a word so sometimes i'll be using like university like and i, I want to be like accessible when i like talk to but, um, yeah okay I'll, I'll let you know but keep, keep going so uh post-colonial psychology tell me yeah. more about that <laughs> yeah just like I don't know, like, you know, like how our parents are, like, made to think, like, or just, like, to live a certain way, like, uh, like at the core of it, just to, um, it's, like, a very constrained way of, like, thinking, that, but it's not their fault because it's, like, you know, colonization made them think of a certain way, and, like, that trauma, like, gets passed on from generation to generation and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's just being able to, like, radically this is where the radical parts come in, comes into because it's like you know a lot of like i feel like a lot of like um self-help and like, like gurus will say you know to cut off people who are being toxic to you and yeah i think to an extent that's right but also to have that boundary of love you know it's not really cutting off people but you're just having love for yourself um that i can only love you from this distance um, until we can like find a better way to love each other, you know. Yeah. And yeah. like you know, just having like setting boundaries because it's like y'all, you can still love someone, love your enemy and stuff, and they may not same, have the same mindset as you. Um, but that's okay, you know. People uh, feelings are always validated and stuff, and you know we just gotta like be able to like um, continually like offer that love and support when we can. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I, my folks, they usually tell me it's a, uh, it's the generation gap. You know, uh, yes. at least they're aware of that. You know, they, they admitted to me that you know the way our generation thinks versus the way that they, they, theirs did, is totally different, a lot different. Especially, you know, being uh, immigrants coming. I don't know when your parents came here, but they, my folks, got here in the late '80s, early '90s. And um, yeah, so just just being in a whole different world, different values, uh, different ideas of what what it means to to live a good life too, right? Um, so <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel you on that. That's so real, like being able to I don't know, just recognize our experiences as like definitely immigrants as well, and yeah, like we said, the generational gap that. There's a lot, but I think it's important to like realize too, like we're, we're progressing as society too. So, like we'll see, we'll always like see that even like when we grow up um, into like I don't know, like our fifties, and we see like our grandchildren like things turn away. There's gonna be a gap there where they're way more like progressive and how society has progressed and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I so let me see. Man, forgot. Anyways, um, let me hit you with another curveball, and uh, you know this is this one is a, a shout out question. Um, 
who would you like to thank? Oh, just like in general? In general. Like in, in your life, who would you like to thank? It, don't have, it doesn't have to be just one person either. So <laughs> if you feel like you should include more people, feel free. Yeah, no, for sure. Like definitely my family, my mom, dad, sister, mom. especially my parents too, because like they kind of like raised me and sacrificed a lot for me. So always shout out to them. Um, I wouldn't be here today without them, of course, and my sister. Um, well, probably like my best friends, you know, have always like been there for me as well. Um, shout out to them. Um, just all the homies that like are still there. Because um, definitely, like when you get older, it's like hard to like stay in connection with people. Um, so shout out to everyone for there. Um, my mentors, of course, who like helped me kind of like progress to where I am today and made me like think outside the box as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, because I feel like if I name someone, someone oh, else no, yeah, 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 no, I got you. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I speak in that in that vague general terms as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to miss anybody. That's always like the worst feeling, especially yeah. if you know you meet a lot. No um, family is like you know, like of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, as a follow-up, is it has there ever been a stranger or an encounter with a stranger in your life that left like a, the best impression? Or you, like, it was like, man, that's humanity, or you know, that person was really cool and dope. <laughs> See a stranger, oh, man. I feel like I got a, I got a story somewhere. think of anything right now but I, I i've definitely been impacted like from random conversations with people too um but yeah it's, it's just there's just a lot of conversations that like i'd, I'd want to shout out but um it's all good it, yeah. it might be too 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 many stories sometimes you know <laughs> yeah, i'm like trying to like trying to look it's like netflix trying to like look yeah. for the movie and stuff yeah yeah i've been through uh no no worries um, yeah. Talked about being like a history buff, right? Or that, yeah. is that would that be a safe assumption? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah. Uh, so I always have trouble with this, and I'm curious to see what your opinion is. Um, Filipinos are they Pacific Islanders or Asian? <laughs> They're Asian. That's that's no cap. <laughs> <laughs> You Pacific Islanders, oh man, I worked with like, okay, I worked in like a retention program and like um, at my university too. And it's just like, I mean, it, it, there's so much differences um, in like Pacific Islanders and Asians too, or like, well, not Filipinos, not Asians. Um, but I mean, I, I get like where people do come from because there's also like a lot of like familiar simil- like similarities too. But I think, I mean, Filipinos are Southeast Asians. Um, I think the reason too, um, Filipinos and Pacific Islanders are usually like within the same communities of each other, and I feel like there just isn't much as like, um, like I mean there there is kind of especially in California, um, but there isn't really too much talk about like um, the cultural differences too, and it's very different with Southeast Asians because Southeast like you know like Cambodia um, and like Vietnam like they had they were like you know like have more um their colonizers were like the french and like ours was the spanish 
So that's yeah. why a lot of like different there um, already culturally. Um, so like Filipinos just like it, it, it's just harder because we don't have there isn't another Asian country that kind of like has like the same colonial history. Um, so we're very like usually like oh that's why Filipinos are like more on their own rather than like you know um, that whole like the rest of Southeast Asia has more like in common um, with each other than us. Um, but we do like you know share like hello words um, with like Indonesia and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah and like all that stuff so there is like that cultural exchange but filipinos filipinos are just like they absorb like everything so like you know we're colonized by like three three countries and stuff but we kind of like maintain like some type of like identity it's 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 rough but you know it's you know not yeah no cap southeast asians Got you. I mean, I always used to tell people Filipino is what you get when you make Southeast Asian with Pacific Islander. <laughs> that was all yeah. my go-to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of similarities there too. Like, um, getting along like oh, like in like the U.S. At least what I what I'm seeing when like Filipinos and like Pacific Islanders like have, like grow up in the same community, mm-hmm. it's very like familial and stuff because we do like kind of look like each other sometimes. Sometimes, um, and we'll yeah. be like homies with each other. yeah it's like there's a lot of like oh yeah you basically look like me so we're basically you know like <laughs> same but like we grow up to like we understand like the cultural histories and stuff more deeply so yeah it's it's different you know no for sure for sure well thank you for your insight um i gotta ask do you know anything about like filipino mythology or like you know uh yeah filipino yeah. mythology a little bit a little bit like the cool stuff <laughs> like, like yeah no I'll break it down like throw me a little nugget because I'm, I'm curious what's like the Zeus figure or the you know the Hades figure okay I'm not I'm not too familiar with that but I know like Bathala was like basically God and stuff um, what was it Bathala Bathala yeah for sure I was like God but I think it's like you know different contexts like when the Spanish came they really oh Bathala means God but we had our own mythology before that too. Um, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, like the uh, like the monsters. <laughs> the monsters? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you talking about like, like the, the tree demon <laughs> or whatever? Oh, no. tree demon. I think that's the uh, the copper. Like they, they're the dudes who like smoke in like the trees. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I, th- I thought it meant something else. Uh, but I can't, I can't remember at the moment. Yeah. Um, and songs are like the vampires. Dude, that's just, is that real? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. <laughs> no. This thing about the Philippines, too, there's so many islands that I don't think, like, we've been able to go go there and explore everything and, you know, find out what's really going on sometimes. Ooh, but, actually, uh, worry too. I think I told my parents this. Um, but I remember I was in the Philippines when I was six and like there were like this is one of the only things i remember of the philippines too which was like weird during that trip that like i remember like all the like the family was just like just talking outside and i'm walk alone like outside to like there's like a huge garden area and then like there's a big ass tree um like nearby and i look up and like there's a dude like smoking and i was like what <laughs> Dude, so you, you saw it you you, you experienced it <laughs> yeah, and i was like Dude, you know what else is real like yeah wow 
See, I mean, I, uh, I'm the kind of person who's still kind of afraid of the dark. <laughs> if I was in like a, in a shady place that I don't know, then I'm, I'm like, I'm moving quicker than I would normally be, you know? Like, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, man. Uh, have you ever done the Ouija board? Oh, hell no. Hell, hell no. Never, never, never. Like, I'm not... I, I'm not gonna be one of those scary movies, those American scary movies where like they just do some dumb stuff and they die. <laughs> so well, I, I've done it before. Oh really? <laughs> and uh, oh. and yeah, I don't know if it, my friend told me like I'm a light spirit, so I'm more prone to have these things kind of like follow me around because. I'm more susceptible or whatever who knows but all I know is that I, I move fast in the dark because I feel like something's watching this shit sometimes um, but yeah yeah it's a trip man um anyways <laughs> we'll be talking to you that's that crazy <laughs> I actually tell the story in a previous episode about like the whole the whole ordeal um yeah <laughs> It's, it's a trip it's a trip I know every, everybody says that man everybody says like oh well alright then <laughs> and then he yeah. out. like peace out like alright then <laughs> I'm out <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think I did everything respectful though and uh yeah that's, that's all I can take take uh, take pride in is I, I did it I did it with uh, respect and I feel like if it's real then now I know <laughs> Yeah, as you know, you can say you did it. It's like one of those things. It's it's, it's one of those things. Two twos and a lie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when did win that game? <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, let's uh, jump into the next number. Uh, I guess it's level three now. Uh, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with twenty-three. What has been the toughest pill for you to swallow? Like the, a realization about yourself or society? Mm. Oh, that's, a, that's a hard one. That is a hard one to swallow. Um, I think it's like, so I, I work in a lot of like um, social movements since like college and stuff, you know, fighting for life just in the air type stuff. Um, I think that one of the hardest pills to swallow too, like, you know, I'm still trying to like learn that, like, like I personally still perpetuate a lot of the same stuff, like I'm fighting against at the same time too. Um, and it's coming to terms of like, nobody's perfect in this world and we're always continually learning. Um, like I said earlier, like, um, being able to like love each other in a way that like, we all make mistakes and stuff. Also recognizing that holding each other accountable to our actions and stuff um, in a way that still shows radical love, but at the same time not leaving a slap on the wrist type thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that's the thing too. You know, I'm trying to not like unlearn like a lot of like masculine things that like probably not the healthiest things that like continue later on um, down the line. Um, and also just like comments and like things i should be calling out for and stuff so that's my hardest pill to swallow <laughs> right now i got you i got you uh, yeah I, 
do you mind sharing one of those things where like you said it in earlier in, in the question about how uh it's like i guess maybe changing a stance that you had because of learning more was that something you had mentioned yeah like, it's like very like i mean it feels like if, if you like were to debate someone who disagrees with you and things um like for me like personally too um i think about well i relate this to um like kendrick Lamar's song black of the berry um mm-hmm. he's very looked at as like a prophet and stuff but he himself has things that he's not proud of um doing and stuff and he's continually learning um so being able to like recognize our own faults um one of the things that i i personally like struggled with growing up is like with criticism um, and taking that more as like from a grain of salt but also like seeing like why this hurts me because because like it comes from like a pain or like a place of pain in someone or in myself um that it may like be also addressing me but also taking like as like all facts to like considered um to see like if it's like i should act on it or not um mm-hmm. yeah therapy works <laughs> I it does <laughs> yeah well um highly suggest again like big advocate of mental health same here man i mean uh I don't know if you ever did it as as a kid, but I, I was in it for for a while. Um, just the free the free version from school, but yeah, even even that was very helpful for me at the time. And I was in therapy like that time too, and <laughs> I needed it when I was a kid. Yeah, no, it was a. I fell into it because uh, I I had written some rhymes that were pretty dark, and mm-hmm. I, I went to Catholic school, and my teacher, my who was a nun, was like, "Oh, you gonna go to therapy after this?" And <laughs> so so <laughs> that's how my journey with it started. And I'm like, you know what? I like this. So high school, I looked for it. College, I looked for it, um, and it was always provided. But now since it's a little more of a a paycheck <laughs> I, uh, I haven't gone yeah. back to it <laughs> yeah i know well, it's hard i mean sometimes like you know another oh another mental health resource too is like it, to see if like there's a local university by you that has like people in their graduate programs that are offering like three like counseling and stuff sometimes that's available too but that's just yeah. wow like a hack right there you get some three community therapy and stuff that's, but, that's dope yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna see. I mean, I guess now it's just video calls, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll see what's up with it. Thank you for that tip. Uh, all right, man, we've made it uh, to the concluding portion of, of the podcast. We have about 10 minutes left. I uh, just want to say thank you again for coming on. Thank you for being so open. Uh, I think you have some very quality answers, and I uh, just appreciate that openness, man. Yeah, it's dope. Like, thanks for having me. It's hard to like just be able to like talk to you and stuff. Like, whenever I like, I chop it up for people to be able to like get to know people's stories and stuff. And I think that's always important because like all of our stories hold like the greatest value in the world. I think so too, man. And you know, I, I miss getting to know people because of you know quarantining and not being around and not being able to chop it up. Um, but yeah, all our stories, and now like I'm just the more I can, I can kind of uh, get people on to tell. I feel like the bigger the the weight of it is, you know. Like it's, 
gonna be pretty dope at the at the end of it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you know, like we we listen to podcasts to just be able to like share each other's stories and hear from each other too. So it's like it's just always dope to be able to talk to new people and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so this next question for you is actually from my previous guest. Uh, it's more lighthearted. If you could eat only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, you said you were a foodie, so. <laughs> yeah, I would be a foodie. Um, man, if I could eat one thing, can it be like a plate, or has it be like one, one food? So, the, the way this person answered it was, uh, he, they, they said sushi. So, I guess they were just thinking in their mind, like, you know, only one, one thing, not a plate. Think of somewhere that encompasses like all the all the foods. <laughs> That's why their choice was sushi. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, man, what was it? Looking up thing that has all the food groups. <laughs> <Yeah>. A sandwich. <laughs> A sandwich. I mean, <laughs> very diverse. You can make different types of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that 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 fucking works, yo. Um, I, I mean, my, my choice is my personal choice is burritos, uh, just because you know you can make all kinds of burritos. Well, same same idea with sandwiches. Uh, but yeah, it's more portable in my opinion, you know. Um, oh yeah, it is. It's more, it's like less less like mess. <laughs> Uh, my second question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest mm, um dang <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hit him with a deep one right now oh go for it man I know the, the last guest made it easy so <laughs> if you if you could go in the future and tell your great grandchild something what would you tell them Ooh. This is a perfect segue to the next question. If you could go into the future to tell your, your grandchild something? Yes. Yeah. What would uh, you tell yeah. Alright. What would you tell them? Alright, that's a good question right there. Um, so, this last question for you uh, before we we end our episode is what would you like your descendants to know about you oh man. i mean i i think just my story you know like i think understanding um, like you know i was just a man like a dude a person living through life that like oh, my story offers some type of wisdom to them too um, so if I were to leave any legacy, just like my stories and being able to pass down, like, um, also like my, like parents' stories as well, my grandparents' stories as well. I think I'm trying to make it a point as I grow older to, to like learn them more intentionally because it's like nobody else, like, I think that's our form of existence. Kind of like, what's it called? Coco? Yeah, no, exactly like Coco. <laughs> I think it's important to just be able to like, share that expression of love through family by like learning 
our stories, you know, and trying to take wisdom from it so we don't have to make the same mistakes like down the line too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt, man. That was that was a great answer. Um, yeah, just like Coco, this is what it's all kind of about. Is uh, you know having our, our the memory of us and like you know hopefully you know your descendants get to see this someday and they're like okay now i know where where the perspective was coming from from my ancestor you know and i think they're going to be like like their descendants so like we're like our ancestors so they're going to be like us i think <laughs> and uh when they see this they're going to be like oh shit they're just like me <laughs> So yeah, that's crazy. That's great, Grandpa. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I guess I didn't even trip off like for Filipinos. It's even crazier since a lot of our history was kind of destroyed or like buried. And um, so I guess we're starting anew with something like this, where you know they can get to know us through a video instead of just like scripts and and whatnot. But yeah, all yeah. Of- that's like that's a dope concept actually it's like you know like video like is only within like the last century it's crazy yeah yeah we'll we'll see where it goes man um just want to thank you again for for coming on uh thank you to the folks checking out the episode appreciate y'all too uh did you have anything else to to add before we bounce uh no it was good it was it was an honor to be here thanks for having me um, and also just thanks for like shouting out like a lot too that's another thing and like all all the blessings and good energy to the podcast as well you know I was like I think it was a good platform to be able to like just express ideas and stuff and be able to chop it up with folks and anytime to chop it up with like new folks is always a good time no doubt no doubt and you brought it as well so mad love um still trying to figure out my signature <laughs> 